98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Maya Kerwin. The top stories. Dozens are ordered into quarantine after the discovery of a highly infectious COVID-19 variant. A restaurant sector spokesman rejects concerns that workers may be sacked if they don't get coronavirus jabs. And President Biden's first summit with his Japanese counterpart aims to contain China. More than 80 residents of a building in Jordan have been quarantined after the discovery of a highly infectious coronavirus variant. The N501Y mutant strain was uncovered in the Parks Building, the first such occurrence in in the Hong Kong community. While an overnight lockdown and mandatory testing of the residents didn't find any additional infections, the Centre for Health Protection ordered the quarantine because of the number of subdivided units in the building. The President of the Federation of Restaurants and Related Trades, Simon Wong, has dismissed concerns that some employees in the catering sector would be fired if they don't get vaccinated against COVID-19. The government earlier announced that social distancing rules at restaurants could be further relaxed later this month if all staff members have been inoculated. Mr Wong said restaurant staff could make a self-declaration if they're not fit to receive the jabs. This is just over-exaggerating. We are not expecting employers would fire the employees if they are not doing the vaccination. Yesterday, we we had talked to the permanent secretary of uh, Food and Hygiene Bureau. We come up with some kind of measures. For example, staff can make a self-declaration of their status, whether they are suitable to take the vaccine or not. If they are not suitable to take the vaccine, then they can still use the previous uh, measures, for example, taking the testing every two weeks. Yesterday, a local restaurant chain came under fire after admitting that it had asked staff to get vaccinated against COVID or face suspension. Liberal Party leader Felix Cheung says the party will probably stop running for directly elected seats in future LegCo polls. Beijing's overhaul of Hong Kong's electoral system will reduce the number of directly elected seats at LegCo to 20 from 35 previously. Mr Cheung told an RTHK programme that only political parties who do a lot of community work will have an advantage in the election, which put the Liberal Party at a disadvantage in this area. President Biden says the U.S. will work closely with Japan to develop new technologies, including artificial intelligence and 5G, within norms set by democracies, not autocracies. At a press conference in Washington with the Japanese Prime Minister, Yoshihide Suga, Professor Amy Catalina, an expert on Japanese politics at New York University, said the focus was clearly on Beijing. I think the summit today was pretty much all about China and how the two countries are are committed to countering China's sort of efforts to intimidate and coerce uh, other countries in the region and challenge the status quo. So the summit was, yes, I think all about uh, countering the Chinese threat and signalling their commitment to work together to do that. The White House has said President Biden will increase the number of refugees allowed into the country this year. But his his spokesperson, Jen Psaki, said the total is unlikely to be as high as Mr Biden's February pledge of 62,500. From Washington, here's the BBC's Lebo Lebo Diseko. 
Immigration could well prove to be President Biden's Achilles heel as he struggles to fight off pressure from both the right and the left over his approach. On Friday, the president signed an order limiting refugee admissions to the historically low 15,000 yearly cap set by his predecessor, Donald Trump. That provoked an outcry from Democrats and advocacy groups. By the evening, the White House had issued a statement saying the earlier directive had been the subject of confusion and that the president would increase the refugee cap by mid-May. The U.S. space agency NASA has selected Elon Musk's SpaceX company to build a craft that will land humans on the moon for the first time in nearly 50 years. The BBC's Jonathan Amos reports. It's 49 years since the Apollo 17 astronauts Gene Cernan and Jack Schmidt walked on the moon. But NASA intends now to revive its greatest endeavour in a project called Artemis. It's commissioned a huge rocket and capsule to take people to the vicinity of the moon. However, it also needs a landing system to get its people down to the lunar surface. The contract for this landing system has been awarded to Elon Musk's SpaceX company. He's developing a novel rocket vehicle known as Starship. Powered by methane engines, it should be capable of putting more people and equipment on the moon than was ever possible during Apollo. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The British actress Helen McCrory, known for her roles in the globally franchised TV series Peaky Blinders and three Harry Potter films, has died of cancer. She was 52. The BBC's Colin Patterson has more. I am the Queen of Ceremonies. Helen McCrory as Polly Gray in Peaky Blinders, the treasurer and matriarch of the Shelby family, a role she played in all five series of the historical Birmingham crime drama. Making her name in theatre in the 1990s, in the 2000s she moved into film, playing Sherry Blair in the Oscar-winning The Queen and reprising the role on TV in The Special Relationship. She worked with Martin Scorsese on Hugo, played an MP in the James Bond film Skyfall, and reached a younger generation as Narcissa Malfoy in the Harry Potter films. The funeral of Prince Philip, the late husband of Queen Elizabeth, will take place today at Windsor Castle, west of London, under strict coronavirus restrictions. The BBC's Johnny Diamond has the details. His medals and honours have lain in St George's Chapel overnight. The house of his faith and his family now awaits him. The procession that comes before the funeral will hold a mirror to the core of the man and his service. The men and women of the British military will line the route to the chapel. Military bands will play. Behind the coffin will walk the most senior members of the Duke's family. The Queen will travel separately to the service after observing the coffin atop a modified Land Rover. Inside the chapel, a service designed with obvious care by Prince Philip, one that reflects the deep debate he engaged in over faith and the modern man he was. Cuba's former president, Raúl Castro, has confirmed he will resign from the leadership of the Communist Party, ending his family's domination of the island's politics. He made the announcement at the beginning of an historic four-day congress of the party, which will choose a successor. As for me, my task as first secretary of the Central Committee of the Communist Party of Cuba concludes with the satisfaction of having fulfilled my duty and with confidence in the future of the country. 
Mr. Castro, who is 89, said he was handing over the leadership of Cuba to a new generation of Cubans. Raul Castro is the younger brother of the late Fidel Castro. And back locally, the police say they have arrested four men in connection with a robbery in Yamate. Officers say three suspects robbed $16 million worth of cash from a businessman in a car on Hoi Po Road last Wednesday after crashing their car into the victim's vehicle and using hammers to smash its windows. They say the GPS device had been installed on the victim's car so the suspects could track it. The police said they recovered around $200,000. They said they also recovered cars and watches which the suspects allegedly bought with the stolen cash. They said more arrests may follow. And to sport, it's time for a look ahead to this week's football action with the BBC's John Bennett. Manchester City take a break from Premier League action, but their quest for a quadruple of trophies goes on in the FA Cup. They take on Chelsea in the semi-finals at Wembley. Both sides progressed to the last four of the Champions League this week and are in great form. Manchester City have only suffered two defeats in their last 30 games. Chelsea have only lost twice since head coach Thomas Tuchel joined the club 18 games ago back in January. In the other FA Cup semi-final, Leicester City are aiming to reach the final for the first time in 52 years when they play Southampton. But Leicester have had problems off the pitch going into the game. Manager Brendan Rodgers left James Madison, Hamza Chowdhury and Ayozi Perez out of the squad last week because they broke COVID-19 rules in England by attending a lockdown party. Back in the Premier League, West Ham can go above Leicester into third place if they beat Newcastle. But Newcastle know a win would take them nine points clear of the relegation zone for at least 24 hours. That's because Fulham in 18th don't play until a day later against Arsenal. Elsewhere, Manchester United can tighten their grip on second place with a home win against Burnley. And that's the news from RTHK. I have the tiger.
I'm Lazy Lion and I'm usually quite laid back, but you can count me in to fight COVID-19. Here are my tips. Don't go to work and seek medical advice promptly if you're unwell. Avoid eating out or going out if it's not necessary. Keep at least one meter apart from others and avoid contact with people who show symptoms. Social distancing can help prevent the spread of COVID-19. These are the tips for us to prevent COVID-19. Hit Music Radio 3. This next track, what do you get when you combine screaming vocals, shredding guitar, double kick drum, and some cowbell? You get Steve Bremner and Postcards from Mars. You will not be able to hear this track anywhere in the world, but right here, right now. So I 